2 Timothy chapter 3 You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings, but they are never able to understand the truth. These teachers oppose the truth, just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses. They have depraved minds and a counterfeit faith. But they won't get away with this for long. Someday everyone will recognize what fools they are, just as with Janus and Jambres. But you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live, and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium and Lystra, but the Lord rescued me from all of it. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil people and impostors will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Chapter 4 I solemnly urge you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he comes to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near.
I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Timothy, please come as soon as you can. Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia, and Titus has gone to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Bring Mark with you when you come, for he will be helpful to me in my ministry. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, be sure to bring the coat I left with Carpus at Troas. Also bring my books, and especially my papers. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm, but the Lord will judge him for what he has done. Be careful of him, for he fought against everything we said. The first time I was brought before the judge, no one came with me. Everyone abandoned me. May it not be counted against them. But the Lord stood with me and gave me strength, so that I might preach the good news in its entirety for all the Gentiles to hear, and he rescued me from certain death. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. All glory to God for ever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila and those living in the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed at Corinth, and I left Trophimus sick at Miletus. Do your best to get here before winter. Eubulus sends you greetings, and so do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. May the Lord be with your spirit, and may his grace be with all of you. The photo for today's show is from Sidmouth, England. It's an exceptionally beautiful sea town with a long promenade. And if you're standing there looking out towards the English Channel, you look to your left, you look to your right, you just see cliffs of various colours. But it's a lovely place to go and visit. A small market town that's just bustling with tourists in the summertime. And one of my favourite photos that I've taken of my parents is of them walking down that promenade. I was walking behind them and it was just the sweetest picture, holding hands. And it was kind of cold, it was October. They've got hats and coats on, but it is just such a wonderful capture of them and their personalities. Sidmouth Beach is where I have seen some really beautiful views. Stormy clouds out to sea with amazing rays of sun beaming down onto the sea to sparkling water and the bluest sky. And the beach there is another pebble beach, not quite like the one from episode 49 in Wales. The pebbles are more brown, but they're really nice and big and smooth. And when my sister got married, a family member created what I call Love Rocks, where he had used a calligraphy font in gold and written love on these big pebbles, and the guests could take them home 
So I have mine here all the way in North Carolina. And it's a wonderful reminder that love endures and that love is timeless. So this photo was taken from the left end of the promenade, if you're looking out to sea. And those different coloured cliffs are visible. It's a very interesting and beautiful part of the world. And I wanted to share it with you. So this is the final show of 2021. It's been a very interesting year. Take the word interesting however you want to translate that. We all know health-wise what's been going on around the world. I took a couple of months and went to London to be with family. When you have aging parents, there definitely is a challenge in your life to make sure that they're okay. I'm truly grateful for my own business that enables me to take time out like that and still have an income. I'm finally back home. This show is being put out on a different day than usual because I was flying home on Tuesday. But I've had a lot to contemplate this year and doing this podcast has been a constant that has been very, I guess, comforting if I have to encapsulate a feeling around it. Reading the scripture has strengthened my faith. It's something that is now really kind of just etched into my soul, I guess. When I do the readings, I wish I could say that I read perfectly and they're a take in one go. That's not the case. (laughs) So I really get into the scripture And it's helped me remember scripture better. I don't think I'll ever be one to really quote scripture in a reliable way, but I definitely know the stories and the concepts from what I have been reading and sharing with you all. So as we go into 2022, I wish you a very happy new year. And I hope that the new year is everything that you want it to be and that The whole of 2022 is a fantastic year for you. So until the next show, stay blessed. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, visit ttlm.pictures.com. 